Hey everybody, before we start the podcast, we have an announcement to make. Special announcement. Exciting. We will be entertainment guests at Anime Houston. One of our favorites, Anime Houston. Anime Houston happens September 22nd through 24th at the Houston Marriott West Chase. In case you didn't figure that out, that means it's taking place in Houston, Texas. Yes, we will be there. We're going to be doing panels and running around and bumping fists and causing smiles. Shaking hands by special request, but yes, bumping yes. fists and causing smiles. And if you want to dance with us, we will probably be at the rave. Because <laughs> <laughs> we love it. We will see you at Anime Houston. See you there. Please listen carefully. And now, live from the attic that smells like a basement in McKinney, Texas, it's the Assuming Positions Podcast. Featuring Four Left Feet performing a tango of trivia, Kevin and Mikey. Hey everybody, welcome to the Assuming Positions Podcast. Kevin over here. And Mikey over here. And today on the podcast, we have something that we really like to do. Mount Nerdmore. And it's been a minute. It this has. is really fun. It's been a while since we've done a Mount Nerdmore We've done uh, filmmakers, we've done animators, and now, Scotty in the booth, what do you have for us this time? Well, after uh, some extensive consultation with both the internet and that guy, <laughs> we have a submission of 10 names for your consideration. Before we get to the names, though, what when we first started talking about this, I asked, okay, what's the criteria here? What exactly are you looking for uh -huh. in a... Nerd more for actors. Yes. Did we mention that we're talking about actors yet? Yeah, we did. And we're doing it Oscar style, so don't cancel us. <laughs> Act actors are... Separate from actresses. People who identify as male, and we'll do actresses next. There you go. Yeah. But for Nerdmore, last time we did this, it's uh, I mean, Nerdmore is a play on Rushmore, mm -hmm. as in carving giant heads into the sides of a mountain right. to commemorate... <laughs> Special honorary in nerd mm -hmm. tactics? That's not the right word. Well, nerd, nerd achievements. Nerd tactics. As, as is done in our country, make a giant statue out of greatness. Yes. You know, have you, mm -hmm. have you seen the statue of Dirk? Yes. Oh, it's giant. And it's glorious. <laughs> it's Dirk Nowitzki. Dirk uh, Benedict, the guy from the original Battlestar Goliath? <laughs> That's right. Yes, there is a statue of Dirk's Benedict. Dirk That's really from what... The, from the BBC show? That's right. <laughs> No, yeah, we're building giant statues of nerds. So are you looking for actors who played nerdy parts? Yes, but also no. <laughs> this is a little bit this is a little bit of a different one. And that's that's why I, that's what I want to get out of you. Yeah. What do you what what's our level of judgment? Well, uh we agreed our level of judgment. Well, first of all, actors are pretty much nerds anyway in general. Um, it's kind of a nerdy pursuit. I want to play pretend. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we're kind of focusing on the actors who also not only play nerdy roles here and there, but champion nerd fandom. Yes. They're like champions of nerd fandom. Mm -hmm. The be best examples I have of like two disqualified actors, even though they are nerd icons yes. as far as roles they played, mm -hmm. are Harrison Ford. Because I think outside of the roles he plays, he could 
he wants to build things and fly airplanes and he could he rolls his eyes <laughs> when he has to like go to a comic con he's like all right if you need me i'll go you know <laughs> and then you don't see Harrison. him embracing no any of the lanes of fan not really and then the iconic one is william shatner especially because <laughs> i think that saturday night live bit was only kind of a bit. Yeah. Only kind of a yeah. bit. Yeah. The the get a get a life, you know. Yes. And um episode three three forty two, did you plan on Because I mean to be fair to Shatner, he's heard that for sixty years, you yeah. know? And it probably got tiring after the first two. I don't feel sorry for it. Yeah. <laughs> I have empathy for that man. <laughs> and I feel for him. So we're looking for actors who also champion fandom and play fandom. And sometimes, you know, you get to a point where you kind of get to tailor your career into things you would like to do. So Mm -hmm. stuff tends to get nerdier and nerdier. And you're like, wow, they're really leaning into the nerd thing. And then you find out behind the scenes there's a reason for that because they're flaming nerds. Yes. And they're taking advantage of the opportunities presented to them. Mm Mm-hmm. But like when we did uh, filmmakers, it was also not just people that made awesome movies. It was also people that sort of like added to film as a medium. Yes. You know, so actors that add to nerdiness and go, oh, it's cool to be a nerd because blah said so. Mm-hmm. Sorry, bloody McBlah face. Bloody McBlah face. Yes. So who are the 10 that you and that guy whittled down to well, that we have to whittle down to a painful four? After plus uh, much one. scouring and... Some number of text messages. Mm-hmm. I would like to submit the following names for your consideration. Okay. Uh, Kevin, I believe a bio has been prepared. Yeah, I just, they're just from Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> Thank you, Wikipedia. The podcaster's choice I think, of information. Uh, <laughs> I think we've got a pretty good list here that ranges from one of the exact people we're talking about, Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, he has often been seen it doing nerdy things. Yes. Mm-hmm. Playing nerdy parts. Yes. Mm-hmm. Would it. also submit Vin Diesel, noted um, Dungeons mm-hmm. & Dragons player. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He lives his life one eighth mile at a time. That's so right. Joe Manganello. Oh. The hardest last name in Hollywood. The hard, Did I do okay on it? Yeah. yeah. Did I, it, I, I thought it, I, I it looks like it's some. It looks like it's something more than Manganello, but it's just Manganello. Manganello. Hey, it's Joe Manganello. Yeah. It looks like it, it sounds like it's spelled. It's like the easiest name on the list, Seth Green. Yeah. yeah. What up, Oz? Simon Pegg. Oh. Mm-hmm. Own local boy, Alan Tudyk. Oh, yeah. Plato's own. Sean Astin. Oh. <laughs> Goonies are good enough. Yeah. Of course... Mr. Wesley Crusher, Will Wheaton. <laughs> Will you can't Wheaton. see it, but I'm doing Live Long and Prosper. Will Wheaton. Patton Oswalt. Ah. And last but certainly not least, NPH himself, Neil Patrick, Patrick Harris, Harris, who seems to have invented his own lane of nerddom. It's true. It's true. So nerdy, he had three names to contain it all. All right. A great list, by the way. A, t- a tough one to narrow down, but a fun one to think about. It is. Uh, close and almost considered, but you got to start somewhere. Uh, Nathan Fillion, oh, Jason yeah. Mewes, okay. Stephen Colbert, yeah. Michael Myers, Nicolas Cage. Wait, the horror movie guy? No, I uh, know Michael Sarah. Uh, there was some discussion about John Favreau, uh, mm-hmm. but decided he was already considered for director. So. Yeah, he was. Yep. Okay. But uh, nothing against those fine individuals, but we had to start somewhere, gentlemen. That is your list. 
Oh, How are you putting on painful Mount Nerdmore? Painful. All right, Mikey. Let's get into it. Let's do it. I'm starting on the, the back page because it's more fun that way. <laughs> there are no rules. Only the rules that we say there are. It's Calvin Ball. All right. So let's talk Patton Oswalt. Mm, okay. What do you know about Patton Oswalt? Stand-up comedian? Yes. Actor yes. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you probably know him. Most people know him from King of Queens. He's the narrator on the Goldbergs. Um, uh, he's it was been, 1980 something. Yeah, um, he's been in uh, so much stuff, but like the those aren't that nerdy. Those are pretty mainstream. His nerdy credentials start coming in in his like wonderful Parks and Rec. This is how Star Wars filibuster happens. Yes, Mystery Science Theater 3000, the reboot. Uh, he was in that, mm-hmm. and just generally being super comic book guy yes he's known as being so much of a like he he, he it's in his stand-up he mm-hmm. talks about nerdy pursuits that's it, it his stand-up is very pop culture nerd influenced yep. um i've read he has two books maybe three i've read two of them mm-hmm. he has two novels so he's a novelist yeah um he does a lot of columns he's written comic books yeah but he also is the type of person that has the quality that we're talking about in that he is such an uber nerd that he celebrates it and he's the type of voice that says it's okay to be a nerd mm-hmm. and here's how I was a weirdo growing up mm-hmm. and look at me now, you yeah. know. He's still self-effacing enough to be like, you know, I still look like a hobbit, you know. <laughs> he does look like a hobbit. So he's he's aware of that. Very hobbitish. Yeah, but he's always like, I, I grew up in... Uh, Sterling, Virginia, or someplace mm-hmm. weird like that, some backwoods place, and he's like, I couldn't wait to get out. I couldn't wait to start doing things with my friends and putting on shows. And like, the comedians he hangs out with, they do their own tours. So yeah, yeah, it's it's very he's very DIY and right. just always speaking up for hey, if you're weird, be weird. So and is he one of the like one of the alt comic founders almost? Kinda, I yeah. would think so. Yeah, um, at least for like mainstream awareness, because right. he was part of the whole comedians of comedy tour. Yeah, which was a ridiculous name, but absolutely. It was, I remember him from uh, the Comedy Central bit that he had because then he he did several Comedy Central like when they were starting to do right at their beginning. Yep, like the premium ones right. and your half hour specials. Right. I also remember him from when uh, I used to have a subscription to the magazine Wired, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he had a long running column in there called Angry Nerd. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's when I really got to know and appreciate him. Was reading that column it was one of the things I look forward to. Is was the Angry Nerd column. Uh, ran for a couple of years in Wired magazine, and it, it was always something hilarious. I think that maybe his third book was like a collection of all of his essays, which is, is that what, what it is I'm thinking of. But his writing is phenomenal and every time he gets a chance to be like i was into like it was it was 1980 something and i was playing with gi joes when i had the experience of doing blah 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 or it led to that but it's always mm-hmm. tying back into here's the nerd i was as a child that mm-hmm. turned into this okay so pat oswald how many check marks are we putting next to him or stars on my little list here is he a two is he a two starter right now you yeah. gotta start somewhere. Where this is because we have to go through here and start. It's true. He's he's a heavy hitter for me. He is a heavy hitter. I think you're right. He's a heavy hitter. The only thing, see, is he more known for stand up comedy or acting? But I would almost say it's fifty fifty, because I think King of Queens was such a big mainstream show. True. That I think a lot of people would know if you like, hey, who's this guy? 
and they'd be like, ah, oh, that dude was in King of Queens, I think would happen more often than, oh, that's that stand-up comic. And, we, and we, I think, and, right? Am I'm I going wrong? with you. And the weird part being, like, if they knew him from King of Queens, they probably don't know that he's a stand-up comedy. Yeah. At least they, there was a period of time there where that might yeah. have been true. But he isn't, like, a, he's an actor. He was Remy from Ratatouille. I mean, oh, yeah. that's how kids know him. Yeah. All right. It's like, you tell dirty jokes? It's like, no, I'm a rat. I promise. All right. We got a couple stars next to him. All right. Who do you want to do? We should roll a die. Who do you want to do next, Mikey? <laughs> uh, next up officially on the list is Alan Tudyk. Oh. Oh, we got Sean Astin. Alan Tudyk. Plano's own Alan Tudyk. Immediate bias right there. Hometown boy. It's a bias, but I'll tell you this. It's not a nerdy bias. Oh, sorry. I don't... I love Alan Tudyk. Yes. He plays tons of roles that are kind of all and lean nerdy. Mm -hmm. We saw him at like Fan Expo talk, and that was great. But I can't ever remember him like championing anything nerdy other than just being an actor who does kind of nerdy roles. Uh, other than that, like, he is a very charming fellow. Yeah. And so, like, every time you see him, you're like, that's a good dude. Yeah. But other than that, it's just, he plays some weird roles. He's yeah. played a pirate. He's played a chicken. He's yeah. played a, a space pilot. He's played uh, a night squire. I love him so much. Yeah. And he, he has contributed so much to the nerd world as Wash. Yes. But, I mean, if you're going to throw that in there, you have to throw almost everyone in Serenity Firefly in there. Almost everyone who was in Buffy. And, but, you know, the, that's where the criteria comes that you have to be like, you know, is he lean? Does he lean more Shatner in that he's this icon of something that nerds love? Maybe. Who doesn't seem to like? I'm. I don't think he like disparages it, mm -mm. but at the same time, I don't ever recall him being like, "Oh, <laughs> I don't have things." I'm with you. I don't right? have too many mental examples like right. that because I think he is more of a quiet homebody. Like, yeah, does the job and then leaves it at work. Mm -hmm, maybe and isn't the type to seek out like. Oh, what can I do to, you know, what other advocacy can I do around whatever I'm doing? Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I may be wrong. But yeah, maybe wrong. He is the more quiet of the names. I, but, I mean, he was K2SO. <laughs> I mean, there's there's so much. He's definitely needs. He's definitely a top 10 candidate for a sure. 100%. What about you, Scotty? Any pros or cons either way? Well, it's body of work. I think, Kevin, you yeah. you said it. He, he leads into it as an actor. Uh, we got Rogue One. Firefly. He was the robot in iRobot. He was Sunny. Mm -hmm. He was uh, in A Knight's Tale. Yeah, of course. So I mean, that's the that's the gambit of science fiction and or nerddom. <laughs> yeah. um, right. Okay, we're gonna put a star next to him. I yes. think part of being a nerd mm -hmm. uh, is being relatable to a fan base. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. And I think, and he's very good to his fan base. He is. Yeah, when we went and saw him, I remember thinking he was very personal. And uh, again, I, I I just don't want you to, to uh, discount the guy. But you're We're right. Not. We're it's not more, it's more about the roles he's picked as opposed to right. out there waving a nerd flag. And this is a difficult challenge because it's not just oh, yeah. like... Yeah, it is. It's hard. It's, it's nitty gritty because we're picking the cream of the crop. Yeah. And we love all of these people. Yes. Mount Nerdmore sucks. <laughs> I, I hate it, but I love it. It's fun to do, but at the same time, it's like... Why am I doing this to myself? You love to hate it, folks. You hate to love it. All right. Next up, we have 
Sean Astin. Oh, don't you be going where I can't follow, Mr. Frodo. Oh, we got a good old Sean Astin. You knew him as a kid actor. He was in Goonies. He's the son of Patty Duke and John Astin. Yep. So his dad was Gomez? <laughs> yes. Right? Gomez Adams? Yes. And, I mean, uh, he did so much stuff and then kind of disappeared and then showed back up. I would say... Samwise Gamgee. Yeah. And I would say disappeared and then showed up again as as Ned. No, what's his character in Stranger? Oh, the Things? guy in Stranger Things. Oh yeah, the girlfriend. <laughs> Not. I'm sorry. <laughs> the boyfriend. Yeah. Scratch that. Yeah, the boyfriend of Molly Ringwald. Yeah. Molly Ringwald. <laughs> no. Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder. Yeah. I don't know what Stranger Things he's watching. <laughs> it's it's the upside That's down it. version. Can we just cut that whole part? Yeah. No, it's staying in there. You're watching the weirdest version of Stranger Things, but. <laughs> So, yeah, Sally Sean Sheen? Astin. Sean Astin had, like, three resurgences, I would That's say. That's true, yeah. And there was, always, you know, you always hear the trope, child actors are great, but most of them have struggles later on. Mm-hmm. He seems to be above and beyond that. Yes. But is he nerdy or is he just a nerd icon? Uh, here's my two cents about it. Yes. So, he it, nerd icon, absolutely, because he is Samwise. Yes. That alone could have done it. Goonies could have done it just because mm-hmm. that was a childhood favorite for a generation. Mm-hmm. Stranger Things is a new icon. So yeah. as far as like body of work supporting it, that's in the can. Especially as also he does like 50 first dates and the random silly comedies. Mm-hmm. But I have seen Sean Astin at pretty much every Comic-Con that I've seen photos of. It seems like anytime there's a possibility for like cast reunions or get together to talk about the experience or be out and, you know, spread a positive vibe, I, I do attribute that to Sean Astin. Yeah, you do? I do. There was a recent a recent video going around on Reddit where somebody most recently came up to his autograph table and they were like real nervous and shaken and talking about how it's this little kid talking about him and Goonies. Like, how mm-hmm. does that relate? And he, he was the type of person to come around the table, kneel down at the kid's height, you know, have the moment with him. So mm-hmm. I think when you, yes, those moments can be captured and sort of happen. But I think when you do see those moments in a, in a scene like a Comic-Con, it's like telling of, oh, that is a pretty cool person. Well, cool person. But is it nerdy? Yes, exactly. I think nerds would not want to get near people because they're so introverted. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a lot of similarity with Alan Tudyk yes. from well, the point of view of related. But I think Alan is certainly more deserving. We'll still uh, put a star next to him. All right. NPH, Neil Patrick Harris. NPH. Another child actor. We first go. knew about him in uh, Doogie Hauser, MD. The Doog. Doogie Hauser. I mean, that show was so popular that that became part of the vernacular for a generation. <laughs> you know, what are you, some kind of Doogie Hauser? What does that mean? A whiz kid. Yeah. A Jimmy um, Neutron. Come on, catch up. And then he did the he did the thing too where he it's like, what happens to a child actor? You just end up in another huge sitcom. There you go. How I met your mother. Why not? Well, don't forget he had Starship Troopers in there too. Starship Troopers was in there. Uh yeah, that's true. Wait, um, I would like to know more. I mean, he's done tons of stuff on stage. He hosts a lot of award shows. That's true. Including the video game awards. Here's the here's the nerdiest point I think I know about Neil Patrick yes. Harris is that he helps run the magic shop in Hollywood, like the yes. official like if you are a card carrying magician and yes. you, you perform acts, 
you can be a member of this magician's guild that has like a haunted mansion headquarters. Mm-hmm. And he is, I believe, or at, at one point was the current president of it. Yes. Yeah. Which is very nerdy. It's magic nerdy. <laughs> Super nerdy. But also one of the one of the points, did you know that his in 2014 he released a memoir titled Neil Patrick Harris Choose Your Own Autobiography, Ooh. which is structured like a choose your own adventure book. Wow, that's a that's a hard nerd what? right there. Yes. What? <laughs> yes. That's awesome. I need to find that right now. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> that's very nerdy. He also released a single player board game named Box One. In 2020? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's it, it was like it was like a mystery whodunit solve mm-hmm. clues puzzles mm-hmm. things. Well, yeah. so I mean, he definitely. I mean, he was in Doctor Horrible, a series of unfortunate events, and Starship Troopers, like we said. Well, and all right, so Doctor Horrible. I think you really want to talk about his nerd cred, right? That was an absolute spoof of all the things that nerds love. Mm-hmm. That wasn't to make money. That was for fandom. That was for nerds, and it was so tongue-in-cheek. And I think one of NPH's most charming attributes is the way he makes fun of himself. Yeah. And he owns who he is, and he's he can absolutely make fun of himself better than anybody. And that's very nerdy to, be, yeah, yeah. Uh, to make fun of yourself. Very nerdy. I, th- I really like him on here. I'm going to put two stars next to him for right now. There you go. Because I think he's kind of uh, his accomplishments on stage and screen are so bright that I think they blind people to like the nerdy underpinnings there. I got you. He's got the nerdy creds, but he doesn't really put it out on front street, Mm -hmm. but they're there. If you look, I mean, (laughs) making your autobiography a choose your own adventure is like, that makes me like, that's, that's a deep nerd cut. That's, is there one option where you like turn to page thirty four and it's like Neil Patrick Harris has died? Like, Maybe I don't know. <laughs> is it I, that kind of adventure? I, I I just found out about every it. time. There's like the third choice that you get to every time. It'll be like NPH send you to your death, eaten by a grew. Oh god, this is getting harder and harder the more we go up. Because this guy, man, th- this is like the child actor section. <laughs> it is Will Wheaton. Wheaton. William Wheaton. I don't think it's William. It's Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Oh, my word, Will Wheaton. <laughs> Wesley Crusher. Yeah. Now, Will Wheaton could have fallen into any of the other Star Trek people, just like William Shatner, you know, mm-hmm. who just, we can't just count him because he was in a Star Trek thing. True. But we have to count him because if anyone's a champion of nerddom and tabletop gaming and and just general geekiness... Mm-hmm. Will Wheaton is he even had like didn't doesn't he have like a internet rule that he made up? Oh uh, yeah, Will Wheaton. It's actually Wheaton's law, but it's the internet axiom which states, "Don't be a dick. Yep, be nice." Yeah, Patton Oswalt. It's chaos. Be kind. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of themes in here. Yeah, Will Wheaton. I actually yes, I know him as Wesley because I am a a, a tracker, tracky. I forget. I don't know which one is the right one. I'm mm-hmm. I'm with the cool kids and whatever, but. Before I knew him as Wesley and came to love him as that, I actually knew him more as the advocate for uh, nerddom because he was so public about, yes, he loves Star Trek, yeah, but he had a, he did have a rough time, and he was uh, open about his experience as a child actor. Mm-hmm. So the people that had those struggles, he was the one that had them but was very open about it. Yep. And so he's been a big supporter of like mental health and therapy and nerdom Mm -hmm. and being who you want to be. Right. But also 
because of that, he's surrounded himself with so many cool people. So he shows up in like critical role yep. live action plays. He has a board gaming channel where he and his friends play test yep. board games. Yep. Um, and he's at every sort of nerd outreach. Like we got Will Wheaton. He's here to he's yeah. here to make everything okay. He's one of the advocates of Dungeons and Dragons being a good social thing for introverted people, kind of geeky people to yeah, yeah. find community and get together and he's a huge D&D guy and a video game guy and he would fit in at this podcast table <laughs> very very well yes absolutely he'd fit in here i think he's a three star nerd i think he's getting three he's a, he's a heavy hitter and he's a very heavy hitter one thing i do respect about will wheaton he's also he retains old school nerdiness and that he's he has really strong opinions yeah yeah he's really stubborn about him yeah, sometimes yeah. he's not mean no but no. he ha- he he gets real. That's because like, he's my age. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's old school nerd. He's, he's like, like Gen, you X, are wrong, Gen X dude. nerd. Yeah. Gen X nerds, absolutely. <laughs> Very little tolerance. For We're you. friends, and I love you, but you are wrong. <laughs> I will tell you exactly why. Oh yeah, he's great, and a a, a great turn on the Big Bang Theory, which is an okay <laughs> show. Scott likes it. Yeah, it's an okay show. <laughs> but nothing we'll wrong straight. with that show. Mm-hmm. Eh, more than more than two people like it, so it must be terrible. No, I was ruined that's not by what the, it is. I was ruined by the video that took out the laugh yeah, tracks. I was ruined by that. It ruins any show, but anytime you see one of those videos, yeah. you're like, oh, I can't unsee this. And it's kind of like a, uh, that's our cigar chomping, like, what's popular right now? Nerds? All right, let's do that. It's, mm, <laughs> anyway. It had some clever scenes. Yeah. Well, sure. I mean, Hollywood's got good writers in it. You can... Well, it used to anyway. (laughs) By the way, this is during the writer's strike, everybody. I'm not taking a shot at current Hollywood. Uh, There really are no writers because as of this recording, they are on strike. That's what I meant by that crack. (laughs) They're on vacation. All right. So that's a a very good candidate there. Three stars I put next to him. All right. Next up, Simon Pegg. From the Across the Pond. From across the Pond. I think our only British representative on the list. No, Henry Cavill's. Oh, British. that's right. I spoke too soon. Okay. So Simon Pegg, one of two Brits. Simon Pegg, he is known from really alt-Brit stuff. <laughs> I, would, I don't know what to call it exactly. With the you exception know, of Star Trek, but yes. Well, yes, but he started off like Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, doing his own kind of thing. Yep. He had that hilarious, like, was he R2 or was he C3PO in that? He's C3PO. <laughs> yeah. Where they were doing the fake out there, fake behind the scenes. Yes. Oh my goodness. He, he was early on board with some of that internet goofiness. Yes. Like, what? Well, oh, we can do this and put this up for people to see. That's fun. And that's essentially his entire movie career because he just hops genres. Yes, he was in Star Trek and does a wonderful job, but he, he starts off, you know, in a zombie movie in Shaun of the Dead. Then he's in a cop action buddy cop movie, Hot, Hot Fuzz. Fuzz. Yeah. And then he's in a, a, the dystopian end of the world movie, World's End. World's End. Mm-hmm. And he's done animated work. And uh, yeah. Uh, the thing I know him from is actually the British show he started on Spaced. Did you ever see that? I have, yes. Mm-hmm. And it, it's got that IT crowd. Yep. It's 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 uber nerdy in the fact that it has nerds in it. I don't know if that you know that automatically counts, but it's about nerds and burnouts hanging mm-hmm. out at their apartment trying to have a, you know a fantastical life, but you know getting spaced. But he also has the hat trick of nerddom because he was in Doctor Who, he was in Star Trek, oh, yeah. and he was in Star Wars. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, he was all uh, masked up. That is true. Mm-hmm. 
So is it weird that it, okay, help me out. Is it weird that I got grumpy that Doctor Who is just lumped in with Trek and Star Wars? As as, <laughs> as a the a hat trick of nerdum. It was the it's the Radio Times in Britain said that. Oh, okay. No, it makes sense, but so. also like who really different. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I probably I get not the British people, I guess. I know. I don't know. I mean, it's it's iconic. Yeah, it's he was, kind of an institution to British people. Yeah. He was he was in Ready Player One. Yeah. Right. Super nerdy. Yep. Living in a video game. He's up there. He's up there. Is he a two or a three star, though? He's two because yeah. I do see him out and about. Him and Nick Frost were always the buddy duo that you would see around. Right. And he was the epitome of, like, do things with your friends. Make a thing. Mm-hmm. If, you wanna, if you want to see something, see yourself in something, or see what you like on screen, make it. Mm-hmm. And bring your friends with you. So. Make a podcast. That's it. Make a movie where you got red on you and there's zombies. Oh, hey, Simon Pegg, congratulations. You're two stars. <laughs> All right. Up next. Pew, pew, pew. Oh, here we go. Whew. We've seen him hanging out with Will Wheaton before. We have. Uh, another child actor, <laughs> Seth Green. That is. Another person who could totally hang with us. He's like same age I am. That's it. Seth Green, of course, has been in so much stuff, but he's mostly known for really starting to hit around the Buffy era and the Austin Powers playing his son. Scotty, shush. Scotty, Scotty, Scott, no. Scott Evil, Dr. Evil's son. Scotty, no. Scott! <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say between Buffy and Austin Powers, that's probably where most people know him from. Yes, a lot of people are surprised to find out that one, he's a, a, a voice on Family Guy, mm-hmm. and two, that he is the mastermind behind Robot Chicken. He is the chicken robot. Robot Chicken, and and in fact, gentlemen, I would submit to you as his resume for application for Mount Nerdmore is Robot Chicken. Yes, mm-hmm. there has been no other show that lampoons. All yeah. of fandom. No, I know. And then he's unabashedly. Like, he's he's like playing with action figures. Action yeah. figures. And of course, we've all seen the 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 behind the scenes on how they make mm-hmm. that. It is so laborious. It's yes. very and he, that's why yeah. they're only like four seconds long because it's it's really complicated and it's a labor of love. Yeah, because it, it came out of his collection of action figures, and it's he's totally using it as an excuse to buy action figures. He really is. This is a tax write-off now. Yeah. It's for work. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I I need to get this rare He-Man yeah. from 1985. I need a $6 million man from like 1980 yeah. original with yeah. the see-through eye. Yeah. But how nerdy is that? It's very nerdy. How nerdy is that? Um, he's also the, very much an advocate and a champion and everything. Like we said, he shows up on these shows with Will Wheaton to where they play games and stuff. Just He's out there for sure as, as a, hey... It's, uh, I'm, I know I'm little and I know I'm a ginger, uh, but, but I make it kind of cool to be geeky because he just seems like a cool dude. I, I'm 100% with you. I, I'm biased towards Seth Green because it is like, oh, a little guy like me made it. Hooray. If he can do it, I have a slim, slim chance that I no, can, do you it. can do it. I'm, I think he's a three-star nerd on here. Yeah. And he was Joker. Is that our first three star? No, Will Wheaton's our Will first three star. Will three star. Huh? Yeah, Seth Green had video game yeah. voice work too. He was Joker and Mass Effect. Yeah, good stuff. All right, here this guy is kind of a deep cut. This next guy is kind of a deep cut, but he is very well known 
for being like handsome nerd <laughs> world nerd. Yes. Joe Manganello. Yes. Now, a lot of people might not know who he is exactly because I, I don't think he's been like, he's not huge. No. But he is super handsome and as such gets in things like Magic Mike and, <laughs> you know, and True Blood, right? Was he in that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of like the Hollywood, not really B-list action movies, but like we need to put out an action movie. So he was in Sabotage and Rampage yeah. and all those one word like right. abduction, evacuation, obstruction, destruction, right. but, explosion. Yeah. But the guy is the guy was kind of known and I don't know, this was about 10 years ago, maybe when they started doing critical role type stuff. Yes. I mean, first of all, Mr. Sofia Vergara for a while. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> don't really? think that, don't, yes. yeah, I don't think that counts for nerd points, but it is. No, a, well, it counts for points in yes. that he is a nerd, is such a nerd because he loves Dungeons and Dragons and isn't afraid to say it and has done so much stuff. He's worked extensively with Dungeons and Dragons. He's been a writer, the official ambassador and a paid consultant to Wizards of the Coast. Yes. I mean, that's crazy. I think I heard a mini breakdown. He's like, when somebody was like, what does that job mean at Wizards of the Coast? He's like, part of it involves just telling them what I think is awesome when they show me stuff. It's like, that's awesome. He has a character, Arcan the Cruel, who is a, an official part of canon for Dungeons and Dragons. Nice. Who's been in modules and video games and toy stores. <laughs> and he's just been in so many, you know, critical role, like we said, just so much stuff. He just keeps showing up everywhere. And you're always like, why is this overly handsome guy here? And then he just <laughs> loves nerdy stuff. It's true. And he loves being he loves sticking up for it too cuz yeah. he's he's one of those people that are great at the clapbacks. Yeah. Cuz somebody was like uh, there was a, a Twitter feed where a, a bodybuilder was like I never re- you know, I never read a nerd book, I never played a video game and this is where I got and he's all, you know, f- swole and posing yeah. in the mirror uh-huh. looking great. And then uh, Joe Manganiello posts his uh, Men's Health magazine cover where oh, he's yeah. like glistening and yeah. has like eight abs yep. and just all the muscles. Mm-hmm. He's like, I play D&D Weekly. Like was the comment, was the <laughs> caption with the with his picture. And it was just like, man, that is solid. Oh, That's own it. That's yeah. own That's it. That's solid. All right. I think I would like to make him a three star, but I think that his notoriety isn't enough. I think he's a two and a half star. He's an underrated gym. Yes. But I will I will admit, as I went and looked into it, I didn't know. I knew the name, yep. yeah. but couldn't really tell you where I knew it from. Exactly. So. See, that's he just needs to be in bigger stuff. Yeah. All right. Next up, here we go. This guy, Mark Sinclair, otherwise <laughs> known as Vin Diesel. Mark Sinclair. Now, I Vin, see why I went with Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel came to my attention as far as the nerd thing when literally... He's on David Letterman, the yes. talk show. Yes. One of the, and this was like 20 years. This was forever ago. It was a long time ago. Yeah, it was like right when he was first yeah. starting his career with Riddick. And and unabashedly talking to the biggest bully in late night, David Letterman, <laughs> about pencil, how pencil. how he... <laughs> About how he loves, he got into acting because he loves Dungeons and Dragons and then starts nerding out about his drow elf character. And he sounds like someone you just started talking to at at the table at our, at a con, you yeah. know, and just, you just like, I hate this character. And he was, <laughs> but he's got that voice. <laughs> but he was basically, I have this character and he's a drow elf and he's doing it on national TV, one of the biggest shows ever and isn't scared at all of the bully that is David Letterman. Just 
un, he's like, I want to say this was more than 20 years. Yes. Ago. I, it was like 90s. Yes. And um, I remember when maybe, I, I don't know. God, no, I think you're right to look it up. When I saw that, I was like, I love this guy now. Oh, yeah. He's the first person I've ever heard who is famous, who was like, Dungeons and Dragons is cool. He it's is, awesome. Yeah. He was one of the first I remember being like, yeah, D&D, tabletop role playing. Yep. Is where I got my start and where my passion lies. Yeah. Yeah, I would say uh, because it was pitch black and that's like 99. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's not only that. he's it, He has this... Great career, like so many people just know him from Fast and Furious, mm-hmm. and that is such the most doodliest thing yes. ever. Yes, and there's probably tons of guys who'd stuff us into lockers who love <laughs> Fast and Furious, but the, the, and they they love they love Dominic. They think he's the most awesome guy ever. Yeah, but, family. But at the same time, he's like, let's go play Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, I bet you he was more excited when they he got to be Groot. <laughs> you know, then when they said, we're going to make another Fast and Furious, he was like, okay, that's nice. Can I be I, Groot? I remember seeing interviews with him about how excited he was to get the Iron Giant. Yeah, yeah. that was, that was, Super yeah. And rare. how that was like something uh, that he was real proud of, something that he could show his kids. And he's done a lot more stuff like that, so. But he, uh, they did a uh, a book in 2004, 30 Years of Adventure, a celebration of Dungeons and Dragons. And uh, he wrote the foreword to that. Okay. Apparently, there's a ASMR game where Vin Diesel <laughs> is DMing Dungeons and Dragons just for you. Fun. I, I, he ha, well, like he has that like read me an audiobook voice. Yeah, it's sure. like a Morgan, not exactly like Morgan Freeman, but you, he is a distinct enough voice. You're like, that's Vin Diesel reading me Dungeons and Dragons right now. I don't know if I would want Vin. He's probably not my pick for the, the you know that cameo hey. purchase, but. To me, the I voice, can see it. the voice comes across a little meat heady. A little yeah. life. I mean, again, I know that's the Dominic Toretto vibe, yeah. but uh, apparently, he that voice happened to him when he was fifteen, and he just was stuck with it. <laughs> I can totally see that. He's like, "All right, well, his, his friends in his D and D group was like, well, you're playing the barbarian now because <laughs> we can't take you seriously as the the high elf nope. anymore." How does the roles he's selected and the things that he's done in his acting career, does that earn him points or does that detract him points? What would detract from I mean, Pitch Black and that's that's Mm sci-fi, nerdy stuff. Iron Giant. Yeah. Groot. Groot. Yep. He's in Marvel as a character. They See, I think he would get more stuff. If Hollywood is a little cooler about it, I think they're just like, oh, you're the Fast and Furious you're guy. You're the Fast and Furious guy. Let's make another one yeah, of those. It's I, like printing money. Yeah, but I th- it, think he's kind of like stuck in that, and it, that's not his fault. And But here's two points in favor of it, because I love me some Fast and Furious, and I love me some Riddick. Uh, Riddick is a franchise, and it's an original character, I believe. Now, I don't think it's created by Vin Diesel. Like I think he may have had a hand in it in the first couple movies, but it's OC. I don't believe it's based I on... Do, I think you're right. Yeah. So same with Fast and the Furious. Yes, there's 10 of them, but it's a franchise they made from the ground up that he was a part of that he still continues to be a part of. Somebody made the interesting comparison that Fast and the Furious essentially now with like the last four or five movies, just the stunts that they're doing, they're essentially non-costume superhero movies because they can't die. So 
Dominic Toretto, yes, is the fast driver in the family man, but he's also like he's the leader of the Musclehead Avengers. Musclehead Avengers. So if you look at him as superhero That's movies, true. there's an argument there. I don't know if that makes All Fast right. and Furious nerdier, but I don't know. I think I love me something. I don't know, man. I think that that guy. See, I think he would go be Joe Manganiello, but I think he gets the extra half for the name recognition. So I think he's a three star nerd. I really do. There you go. Because he has all of that Joe Manganiello pedigree, yes. does all the same kind of stuff, but he's legacy, did it before him, and people know who he is. That's true. Like, we didn't, Scott didn't have to, like, go, like, I've heard that. No, he can, you could probably, like, sketch You're right. a picture of Vin Diesel. You're right. But I guess I started to say earlier, I don't think the roles that he has selected really leans into nerddom and fandom the way some of the other names on our mm-hmm, list do. Mm-hmm. Okay. I get it. I mean, his Groot, of course, no one's going to deny that's super nerdy. But the other thing he's known for is Fast and Furious, which that's not a nerd lane. You Fair don't enough. see a whole lot of Dominic Toretto yeah. cosplays. <laughs> but Riddick at, at is, though. Anime Riddick's very nerdy. Riddick is very nerdy. culty nerdy. It's very true. They even have a video game. Yeah. Well, but outside of that... Okay. Well, yeah. Has he but had his has has he has he had his Star Wars lane yet? I just think him championing nerddom very early on is yes. He was he was the first. I remember. Yeah. yeah. So he get he gets points for that. You do get a do get a lot of slack. All right. Last but not least, and then we can start looking at who got stars and arguing even harder. Yeah. Is Henry Cavill <laughs> the <laughs> handsome British actor? When he was young, he was known as Fat Cavill <laughs> because Superman. apparently he was. Fat Cavill. And now we know why he was a nerd because he was a fat little kid. Yeah, that's um, why he's as swolly as he is. Like, call me fat now. How yeah. dare you? Say it again. Uh, I mean, Henry Cavill, he's been Superman. He's been Geralt of Rivia from The Witcher. Sherlock Holmes himself. The man from Uncle? Yeah. <laughs> I read somewhere that like in the latest season of Witcher, like... That's one of his D and D characters that he talked into, talked the producers into putting really? writing into the show. Yeah. I mean, he has been very vocal about nerdiness, mm-hmm. and there's a very, very, very famous clip of him on a chat show, like getting into talking about how he likes to play Warhammer Forty Thousand, and then finding out that someone else on the couch likes to play it too, and then they start like all nerding out about it, and then everyone else is just like, "What's happening?" It's that nerd moment when somebody unlocks that, yeah. that window. They're like, oh, I can tell you everything about the thing I love. Okay, here I come. <gasps> Warhammer 40,000 is the coolest yeah. game ever, and I have all these yes. parts, and I, I play for this demon. But he loves Warhammer 40,000, and that's extra nerdy over here in the States, but it's regular nerdy in England. That Warhammer 40,000 comes from England. Games Workshop is in England. And it's it's very very pot. It's it probably has the same level of Dungeons and Dragons does here is Warhammer forty thousand there. Yeah, wargaming um, is definitely a, a yeah, British where it comes from. It's I was told once that people over there play soccer in the summer and wargaming in the winter. <laughs> I love it, and that's just kind of how they are because Brits are kind of nerdy. Yep. I mean, this guy is like. So handsome and so buff, <laughs> but not afraid to be like, oh, yeah, I build my own PCs. and In a know. convenient tank top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> broke the internet. Like, I, look at these models I like to paint. I mean, that's like, whew. Yeah. Painting miniatures is like when, how many movies have you seen when they're like trying to hit hard on that someone's nerdy? 
They have them painting a miniature with the magnifying, you know, forty-year-old virgin. Yeah, forty-year-old virgin. 40-year-old they do virgin, it in there. Yep. yep. Meanwhile, Henry Cavill proudly puts stuff like that on his Instagram while wearing a trilby and making yeah. it look good. Yeah. Here I am painting my Necrons. <laughs> like, jeez, dude, wow. But he's like shot to the top recently, especially now with his talk of he's like. Warhammer 40,000 needs to be a live action thing and I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, did he really say that? Yes. And then one of his nephews was getting bullied for wearing a Superman costume to school. So he, he walked his nephew to school for like months just to be like, you're messing with Superman. It's like, what? You're sticking up for little nerds. Well, you look at his body of work. I mean, it's he's Superman of, of this generation. Yes. You know, he's the. Poor Brandon Roth. Nobody remembers him anymore. No, they really don't. <laughs> they really don't. Uh, the Witcher. He's spun Immortals. Yeah. Uh, high Fantasy Worlds, Stardust, Hellraiser, all kind. Count of Monte Cristo. James Bond. Was he in James Bond? He was one of the bad guys. He's uh, the one that loads his shirt. My favorite. He loads his sleeves. My favorite scene in Casino Royale. I think these are all very nerdy properties my my favorite in the wikipedia here is this line you pulled scott he has been an avid gamer since childhood at one point missing a phone call from Zack snyder telling him he got the role of superman because he was too busy playing world of warcraft (laughs) i was in a raid man (laughs) you can't pause it are you kidding me i think that seals it three and a half did you ever lose a Hollywood paycheck because you were too busy playing an yes. MMORPG? I mean, that's like that's like when it's a problem. That's when you, they have to send you to like gamer rehab, right? <laughs> it's like, is it affecting your life? Up next on Nerd Rehab, Henry Cavill. All right, now I'm gonna well, let's go back and let's see who we got stars next to and what stars. Yes, and then we can start arguing about who gets a. Okay, so Patton Oswalt, we got two stars. Alan Tudyk, we got one star. Sean Aston, we got one star. Neil Patrick Harris, we got two stars. Will Wheaton, we got three stars. Simon Pegg, we got two stars. Joe Manganiello, we got two and a half stars. Seth Green, we got three stars. Henry Cavill, we got three and a half stars. And Vin Diesel, we have three stars. I think there's enough three stars in there. So we're going to have to, now we go to the eliminator. We go to the one stars and see if they're savable. Because <laughs> I don't think they are. Sean Aston, we love him, but I think he's, I think he's. I, I tried my he best, Mr. Gamgee. He hasn't been an, an advocate enough for nerddom, unfortunately, <laughs> Sean Astin. Alan Tudyk, same thing. We love you so much. We love the roles you play, but and we, you're good at a con, but you got to get out there in critical role or something a little more, pal. You, you could do more. You could do more. I want, yeah, I want to know what board game Alan Tudyk likes to play. Yeah. I could say that about a couple of the others. I don't know, I don't know if I could pick his board game. All right, now, the leaders... Let's go to the leaders right here. The leaders are Will Wheaton, right? Yep. Henry uh, Cavill. Henry Cavill. Vin Diesel. Seth and, Green. And Joe Mang. Oh, Seth Green. Yes, and Seth Green. Those are the. Those are the. Those would be the uh, nerd more right now if we took the top ones. All right. If I if I may propose a question. Yes. To expedite this process a little bit. <laughs> Gentlemen, each one of you have a name on here that if it's not on Mount Nerdmore, you're going to fight about it. That's true. Mikey, who is that name? Who is that name? <laughs> it was Sean Astin, but we just got rid of him. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh. It was um, Sean Astin. Uh, I, okay. That, yeah, Will Wheaton is my solid 
can't be argued against. Will Wheaton is my would lock in. Kevin, automatic. Henry Cavill's my lock in. I okay. Mean, is is either one of you gonna gonna argue that? No. Awesome. Two spots down, halfway done. <laughs> That's why you're the producer, getting stuff done, wrangling these crazy. Got to get to commercial break, fellas. <laughs> but we do have some remaining three stars. Yeah, and some two stars as well. Man, I got all these papers in front of me. I feel like I'm on CNN or something. <laughs> this just in. This just in. Okay. Let's see. Uh, I think that as as much credit as Joe Manganiello does, I, I think he can't. I, I, not famous enough yet, he's kid. Not famous There's not enough. an awareness in the zeitgeist. Yeah, so, of, sorry. Sorry, Joe. That's We'll work on that. that, that we'll do our part to help. Yeah, we'll work on that, Joe. You need a Vin Diesel name. Your name should be Joe Semi-Truck. Right. Right. <laughs> well, okay, see, this is when it starts getting really hard and starts really sucking. All right, well, who do we have left? We have a Pat Oswald. We have Neil Patrick Harris. We have Seth Green. We have Simon Pegg. And we have the Vin Diesel. I'm trying to think who I would eliminate out of what, what you just read to me. Mm-hmm. Is there another guaranteed? Is there another one that he's got to be on there? Uh, NPH? Mm. Just because he, he was part of, like, the... He was the president of magicians for the longest time, and I have a hard time saying making somebody nerdier than that. Yeah, I I understand what you're saying there. Yes, but on the flip side, I like I said before, I think that, and I love his biography being a choose your own adventure. But he's not in like a Star Wars. He's not in, and a, he's not like Front Street with the nerdiness. It's it, I, I. He's so talented in so much other stuff. I think it overshadows it, and that's not his fault. There you go. I mean, maybe we let's let's temporarily put him in the honorable mention slot. I like it. Right. Go in PH. Yeah. Yeah. We're temper. He could go in. He could go up. We're not eliminating. Think, him. Are you going to put up with that? We're you not were elim- just like this is a name that no. You're not we're sure. not eliminating him. We're not eliminating him. He makes a valid point of like the actual nerdiness of body of work. We're not eliminating him. All right. At all. I mean, if if, if Samwise Gamgee is not nerdy enough to make it. <laughs> yeah, right. but the guy. <laughs> I know. I know. That's, it's the, it's the arbitrary fun part. I would submit to you Patton Oswalt for elimination based on the same grounds that you eliminated Joe Manganiello for. Um, body of work is not wide enough. Breadth is not deep enough. And as he, the other names on the list. And he could go in the comedians. That's it. <laughs> we, could, we could save him for a better spot. Nerdiest comedians along with Chris Hardwick. Because I see Chris Hardwick more as a comedian and a host than an actor. That's right? true. Because he is an actor, too. He's, well, then Pat Oswald has better spots elsewhere. Okay, Pat Oswald, we love you. You definitely belong on a Mount Nerd more somewhere, but not maybe the actor one. Okay, that page is done. All right. Yes, we're eliminating pages. All right. Uh, let's see. So now we have left. Should have is what, Seth Green and Seth, Simon Pegg. Seth Green, Simon Pegg, and Vin Diesel. Man, Vin Diesel. And you have two uh, spots left. Yeah, man. Vin, and, and technically in PH. Vin Vin Diesel. I I, I don't want to I don't want to beat him up for like not getting super nerdy roles because I don't think that's his fault. He's, I really he's an OG man. I really think he's been typecast, and I really think he's OG because. He gave me so much. Like, I think you're right, Scott. I think that Letterman was like from the 90s. And if we're talking Mount Rushmore in principle, OG gives you a lot of credit it for, does. for getting ahead. Yeah, he's like a founding father. Kind of. So. Nope. You're going on, Vin Diesel. 
So then I leave Vin Diesel. We have but one spot left. Seth Green, Simon Pegg, Seth and Simon. honorable mention. Yeah, Neil well, Patrick, Neil Patrick Harris is there Patrick too. Harris. So I like him as honorable mention yeah, just because three he, names left. He's awesome, but well, I mean, he might get he might hmm. over over Simon Pegg and Seth Green as a duo. <laughs> um. Okay. Well. Let, okay. Neil Patrick Harris is here. We yes. just don't know if he's gonna. So. Well, we'll put him aside, and now Seth Green and Simon Pegg are fighting. Yes. And I think Seth Green beat Simon Pegg just because of Robot Chicken. Absolutely. Robot Chicken. And we have Britain represented by Henry Cavill. There you go. Base is covered. So now the question is, is Seth Green nerdier than Neil Patrick Harris? Ooh. One's just like the mini-me version of the other. Which do you prefer, Robot Chicken or Dr. Horrible? Ooh, both fun. Okay, Kevin, on a count of three, we're going to rock, paper, scissor it with our voices. You're going to say a name, I'm going to say a name. And we're either going to match or we're going to figure right. this out. Right. On my call, we're going to go We're going to go three down on three, two, one, talk. All okay. right? In three, two, one. Seth, Seth Green. Green. Yay! It worked <laughs> out. And you, you edited out the other one where it didn't work. Okay, oh, yeah. good. Yeah, all right, good. <laughs> yeah. It only our, took us four tries to get that right. We... Have come up with our Mount Nerdmore. Congratulations, fellas. Carved. You have climbed the mountain. You have carved the faces of Kevin. Oh, my face isn't oh. there. Oh. <laughs> Am I reading it or are you reading you it? You should read it, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, in unveiling the assuming positions, Mount Nerdmore of Actors. These are actors who have committed of themselves <laughs> the highest degree of nerddom and fan service and hitch which fourth they should be honored on a giant mountain. First up, we honor Henry Cavill. That's right. We also honor next to him Vin Diesel. Next to him will be none other than Will Wheaton. And last and certainly not least, Mr. Seth Green. I'm the smallest boulder on the mountain. And with an honorable mention from the viewing stand, NPH himself, Neil Patrick Harris. Yes. Dressed in cosplay to look like the mountain. Good work, fellas. I know yes. it took a lot of courage to it climb did. that mountain. It did. But you all persevered. It did. You made it. That was a fun thought experiment. I'm glad we could do that for all of you. Glad We're, I was here to help move you, move you along the trail. I feel like a hero. <laughs> Uh, I feel like we accomplished something today. Good work, folks. <laughs> but of course, our answer is definitely probably not the final answer. Yeah. If you agree with us, uh, let us know. If you disagree with us, let us know. You can hit us up on all our social medias at AssumingPod. That's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Instagram. Oh, we're on threads, too. Because <laughs> it's hot and new. Uh, it's hot and new. Uh, you can also Gmail us, AssumingPositions at gmail.com. And this time you have a lot to say. We know it. Put it in that Gmail and Mikey wants you to format it in a very certain way. Chisel it into stone because we're carving mountains. No, uh, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm just kidding. It doesn't have to be that hard. But you do have to go download a free typeface that looks like engraving font and oh, yeah. give me an engraved message in yeah. email. Yes. 
That's a good one. I like it. I wonder if that's what we did in the last mountain room, but who knows? It was a long time ago. We forget. You uh, don't have to do that. Just, just, really just, just send us an email. We'd, we'd love that. Yeah. If uh, you guys like what we do here, spreading positivity into fandom, you can support us by buying us a coffee. Go to buymeacoffee.com slash assuming pod and throw us some money in the tip jar. Get us a cup of Oh yeah, he's Irish now. Well, you're well, you're always Irish. I'm always Irish. <laughs> <laughs> we want to thank you guys so much for listening. Our positrons are the best fans anyone could ever have. Of course. We also want to thank that guy Brad for doing our announcing. Not Scott Productions for being behind the board. Good to be with you. Providing our equipment and Jazzar for our music. We hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Get out there into the wild. Yes. And go climb a mountain and. And call forth from the mountaintops who you believe belongs on your Mount Nerdmore actor's version. William Shatner! But seriously, take a lot of water if you're going to do that. <laughs> it's hot outside.